Welcome back to the Risk Report. This is episode number 55. Holy shit, thank you guys for being here with me. Um, I know it's been uh, about a week and a half since I actually did one, which is slacking on my part, but I did give you guys a bunch of guests back to back. We're going to have a lot more guests coming through. Um, Just been working a lot, right? This summer's been working camps and and doing a lot of art stuff and... um, I actually just got some great news and I got uh, hired to finally be an actual art teacher, right? Full-time art teacher at a school. And honestly, I'm fucking stoked on it. And I'm really stoked to, you know, finally step into more of an adult role. I know you've probably heard me talk about it for those that have been following. Um, Whereas sometimes it has felt like, you know, my talents haven't been appreciated or this or that, or it's like, I know that I could do more, you know? Um, and so I'm excited to finally be, you know, in, in more of a position and, and also what it could bring to me, you know, in terms of financial stability and everything. And, and yeah, just stepping into this next role in life, you know, um, I guess embracing the fact of, of being a teacher and, you know, so yeah, I'm fucking stoked. I've been, I've been, uh, I actually got just the news on, I had the interview on Thursday, got the news on Friday that I, uh, I was hired. And if I'd like to take this position, I know, um, took the position I'm starting, uh, August 3rd. Right. So, um, just excited for, for what, what's about to happen in life and, and excited to work with a new group of kids, you know, continue working with the studio that I work with, um, continue doing my skate lessons but you know now it's like I actually have my own classroom um with the school that I was teaching at last year it was through the pandemic so it was you know um different rules different set of rules right and I had a classroom but I wasn't fully in my classroom I was you know hopping from classroom to classroom like a traveling artist dude (laughs) and it just it didn't and it was once a week right and um You know, this is more, this is a lot, a lot of time for me to really teach, right? Really teach art history, uh, fundamentals of of art, of drawing, of painting, of doing things like printmaking, of of collages, of, you know, learning about all sorts of art from abstract to religious and Renaissance paintings to realism to, to whatever, right? Mad still lifes and yeah, I'm just excited, excited to be passionate about what I do and, and, you know, being able to translate that passion, hopefully to this, you know, this whole new set of kids. So that's really what I've been working on, um, for the past, I don't know, you know, this, this, this is all kind of happening fast, but it's been in my head for so long of, of, really, I need to find the the spot that, that'll finally give me the opportunity to, you know, step into that role. 
And by the grace of God, we've done it. <laughs> um, it's just hard work, right? It's just hard work. It's um, timing. It's experience. It's, you know, setting yourself up for, you know, opportunities in life and, and in which direction you want to go. And, you know, so, yeah, we're, we're excited, man. So um, what else? I'm also doing this podcast because we got to cover this fucking UFC 264. We got to cover, you know, will Conor McGregor do it and will he come back? Will he knock out Dustin Poirier and will he come back with a fucking vengeance? We saw, I saw the, uh, the, the weigh-ins. I've seen the UFC vlogs. I've seen, um. You know, I've seen that shit. I've seen the, the, the like kind of beef that he's having, and and Connor really like trying to be old Connor again. I mean, I mean, he's funny, right? He said some fucking, some memorable quotes from the from the Stephen, uh, you know, interview to, to fucking the weigh-in and the press conference and all that shit. I mean, that man is saying some wild shit. Um. So this is going to be a wild night, and the whole fucking main card is just stacked, right? You got Steven Thompson versus Gilbert Burns. That's going to be a fucking phenomenal fight to watch. And you got Sean O'Malley um, fighting. I, I wish I knew the name. I need to look at the card. But the main card is fucking stacked, right? So now I wish I could go to the iPick. iPick is sold out. We've been going to the iPicks and watching all the fights. And they've been fucking tremendous. We really slipped the ball on this one. Um, we should have totally gotten those tickets early. Early. <clears throat> but we fucked up. And now we got to go find it somewhere, right? Um, main card starts at 10. <clears throat> That's why these fucking... The, the UFC, the pay-per-view ones, they fucking run so late. Because the main card does not start until 10 o'clock. Um, so yeah, we've got, like I said, you got Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor as the main event. The co-main is Gilbert Burns versus Steven Thompson. For those of you that don't know, uh, Gilbert Burns was in the fight with Kamara Usman not too long ago. And, uh, I mean, he looked, to me, he looked great out there, right? He looked like a scary fucking guy. Um, I think he got, let his emotions get to him. What's crazy is Gilbert Burns lives right around here because I see him. I've seen him uh, multiple times. So I want to root for him. I want to root for him on this win because, you know, it's like hometown, right? Um, and and I've seen him with his family, and I know what, what that must mean to him, right? To win a fight like this and get back and, and this is his livelihood and everything. Um, so I might have to go with Burns on that one because he's a he's a he's a vicious looking dude when he's in the ring and. He fucking, he's got that hook. Um, Steven Thompson, though, you can't, that guy is like the one that, you know, the Wonder Boy. Everybody fucking loves the Wonder Boy. The dude is chill. The dude just, you know, he's the nicest guy ever. And he always has the nicest uh, press conferences and the nicest fucking weigh-ins and stare-downs and everything. Like, So... It's hard to want to see that guy get knocked out too. But he does the knocking out, right? He's the karate guy. I'm just excited for that fight, right? Uh, you know, I'd like Gilbert to win the home team, but I also don't want to see fucking Wonder Boy get, you know, a hole put in his face like Conor McGregor would say. It. Um, <clears throat> so that's a welterweight. Then we got the heavyweights, Ty Tuvisa versus Greg Hardy. Um, women bantamweight, 
Irene Aldana and Yana Kunitskaya. And then the bantamweight to, to kick off the, the main event is going to be Sean O'Malley versus Chris Motihinho. Yeah. Let's see it, man. And that's another one that I really want to see. I want to see Sean O'Malley. I want to see Sean O'Malley do what he does. <clears throat> he's one that if he, you know, think about it. He's he's in the main card now. Um, possibly the biggest main card of the year. Um, if he wins here, he's got to just, he's got to start moving on up. I'm not sure if he's ranked yet or what. <clears throat> But this is definitely going to start putting him into the conversation of what is he, featherweight? <clears throat> so the early prelims, they start at 6 o'clock. So at 6 o'clock, we'll start watching them probably on like Hulu and shit, ESPN. Um, and then the prelims start at 8. But we got some, you know, we got some good fights going on. I'll probably be watching a couple of those. Um, but if you know, it's interesting on the fight nights on the free ones, uh, they start way earlier, right? Four o'clock right now, they would have started. <clears throat> so this is crazy, man. What what do the people think? Does Conor McGregor do it? Does Conor McGregor come back and fucking do it? Uh, I've wa- I watched the fight. I rewatched the fight the second fight between them. And Connor was a lot closer than people might be giving him credit or or remembering the fight, you know. He did get knocked out in the second round, right? He got starched, he boom 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 got clipped, Dustin followed up, knocked him out. We've seen it, right? <clears throat> but in that first round, Connor McGregor looked good, right? He looked he looked fucking sturdy. He was hitting great shots. He stunned them twice from what I remember. Stunned them twice. Didn't follow up. Those stuns, those wobbles after those hits, he's got to he's got to you know, move in on that. Um that's what he's good at. Is picking picking those dudes apart when he smells blood, he can bow, right? He can bounce. Um he can pounce. <clears throat> but in that last fight, you see him more restrained. Um when he says in the in the press conference, you know, that they, they, he was giving things away, he wanted to go for the rounds, like, you know, it might sound like he's dodging it or whatever, thinking that it, <clears throat> it might have gone a whole different way, but he's not wrong, right? He's not wrong. He, I, it looked like he was trying to, you know, kind of draw it out and, and, and played it more cautiously. I think tonight we're going to see a very dangerous Conor McGregor. I think this is, you know, it's all on the line for him. So I think he he has a sense of hunger back. And, uh, you know, in terms of reputation, right, in terms of reputation, um, where it went down was after the Khabib loss, right? Where it went down was after the Khabib loss. <clears throat> That's when it's, you know, when his shit talking didn't back him up, it went down. And then he tried the respectful thing. And it only got him to the Donald Cerrone win and lost him to the Dustin Poirier fight. So, you know, he's probably, you know, he's got to hype himself up. It's, it's probably such a crazy feeling, right, to go out there 
and not in, not just in front of all of Las Vegas, 20,000, 50,000, however the fucking arena sits, you know, not to sit, go to this sold out show in, in Las Vegas and fight in front of all these people, but the whole fucking world is watching. The whole world is, you know, going to find out who knocked who each out, right? And who's, you know, the, the top guy. These guys are going to be, Whoever wins this is going to be going for the contender spot, you know, right away for for that lightweight belt. <clears throat> so whoever wins this could possibly go against Oliveira. Um, so we'll see what does that what does that hold, right? It, it holds more possibility for um, Conor McGregor, but Dustin Poirier, he's been there, right? He's been there, hasn't left. He's been racking up his wins. He's been a humble guy. Um, he's been coming in, he's been doing his work, right? And 10 years, you know, you need 10 years to really master something. So they say, right. Um, he could really just come in fucking end this man's career and go on for the, for the lightweight belt and take it from Oliveira, right? We'll see. We'll see what what the fuck happened. I think that's Emporia. Definitely, you know, they're they're both deserving of the belt. They're both deserving of the belt. But Conor McGregor's had a lot more time off. And that's always been a concern with mine, with my thought on this fight and on Conor in general um, fighting. So we'll see, man. I mean, I would love to see Conor McGregor back. Who doesn't want to see Conor McGregor back? He he really was that. Not he, it's not like he made the sport what it is, and it's it's not just him, right? But it was a large part <clears throat> his antics, his 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 energy, his presence elevated it to just a little more and a little more, and and you know it opened it up to the masses a little more. Um, it could have been a timing thing. Right, because UFC has been around for you know since the nineties, right? Since the nineties, maybe. So it could just be you know in terms of timing, he came up. It was the right energy, the right dude, and the right momentum, and the right time. Everything and just right <clears throat> catapulted him into something greater, <clears throat> into the you know one of the greats. <clears throat> Because he's already in the Hall of Fame. Isn't that crazy? He's already in the Hall of Fame. Um, so you can't knock this fucking guy out. Like, you can't you can't knock him out of the competition. He's, he's in it, right? This is a dangerous. This is a dangerous game, right? This is a dangerous fucking fight that these dudes are about to have. Um, and I believe, you know, Connor totally means what he says. And... Um, He's going to do his best to try and make that happen. Um, and Dustin Poirier, you know, we'll see, man. He's a tough guy too. But I, I saw him get cracked twice in the first round. And if that happens in this fight, I believe Conor McGregor will take it. So my official prediction for this will be if Conor, <clears throat> if Conor can keep it under two rounds, um, he can knock Poirier out. If it goes longer than two rounds, I'm going to give it to Dustin. Dustin by TKO, 
maybe even a submission. I could see him, you know, even maybe just trying to pull a Khabib and just being like, I'm going to take this guy down and just ground and pound him. <laughs> you know, there's nothing more aggravating and infuriating than just being held down and you know you could strike with this guy, but this guy's just putting his weight on him and he's just holding you down. He's hitting you and you just can't get out. You just can't get out. There's nothing more fucking aggravating than that. That sucks, right? <clears throat> but people do it, right? And it's part of the sport. Um, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. if if. So my official prediction, if Connor can keep it under two rounds, he's going to knock him out in the first, maybe second round. If it goes longer than that, we're going to give it to, to Dustin, right? Dustin's either going to TKO him or submit him. In the later rounds. <clears throat> but I'm hoping to see a fucking Conor McGregor knee or some sort of spinning kick. I feel like he's going to throw a spinning kick of some sorts or a knee. And if that lands, that'd be tremendous. Or just fucking him with the counters, right? Now, <clears throat> Dustin Poirier is probably going to do the same shit. <clears throat> I won't say the same shit, all right? I'll say he's going to have his similar tactics, his similar tools, right? Leg kicks, body shots, uh, hooks, and, and jabs and everything, but also probably taking him down, probably throwing his weight around on him. Um, but those kicks, right, as far as distance and Connor with his wide stance, right, <clears throat> that kick, right, that kick Dustin Poirier knows from – from experience, how fucked up his legs have gotten from people just kicking the shit out of him. Um, and he saw that was a, a a useful tool in the first, in the second. I'm sorry. So, you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm sure tensions are high and, and uh, excitement's high. And fuck, man. This is legendary, right? This is like, uh, you know, our generation's Mike Tyson, right? <clears throat> Um, yeah, man. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. What else is new? Um, shit. Just been living life, man. Living life. Living life. Making new music. Been writing a lot. Um, and what I'm writing is, is like, I'm fond of, right? I'm, I'm, I'm getting back into the groove. It's like I have these, um spurs of creativity you know you have your writer's block but i think writer's block is you just living you working you whatever taking life in and then you come back you know when it's right and and it starts flowing right your 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 lyrics start coming out your screenplay starts coming out whatever ideas start coming out um so i've been writing music i've been working on beats for you know, a couple years, two years now. <clears throat> and, um, making some shit. Been writing some shit. So hopefully I'm going to start recording soon with uh, Influence Studios and give you guys some new music that I could drop. You know, I have, I do have songs that I've never put out, but they're tied up um, with another producer. So, um, 
this new music, I'll just fucking put it out. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. You know, record it, mix it, make it sound as polished as we can. And there's no second thought. We're putting it out there. Um, I'm excited for this whole year. Uh, as far as how I'm going to grow mentally and, you know, shit like that. Musically, creatively. Um, I've also been having these crazy ideas of maybe eventually becoming an illustrator of some sorts, you know, a storyboard, a storyboard concept artist. And, uh, cause the shit I've been drawing with the kids, like at the camps and the private lessons and the, you know, these, these after school things, it's, uh, they got me practicing a lot, right? Me teaching is me practicing as well. And, um, so I've basically been trying to draw every fucking cartoon character you can think of <laughs> from the old school to the, to the new school, to the modern, to the ones we grew up with, um, everything, Marvel, DC, Disney, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, all that shit. I've been trying to draw all that. <clears throat> And I set a new goal for myself, which is to build, keep building that portfolio, show the understanding of characters and character design, you could say, put that together for this, you know, next year, two years, also do that shit on the iPad, right? And, um, and send it in, send it, send it to Disney, send it to fucking Cartoon Network and Adult Swim, send it to Nickelodeon. You know, send it to all those, like, you know, large animation studios and see if I could be a storyboard concept artist. You know, create my own stuff as well and send that in and show them, you know, my, my concepts, my ideas for, for certain shows, for this, for that. Um, you know, just another, another wild thing I want to do in life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going to be building that because you never know. You never know. <clears throat> and with everything I've done, right? I've done music since I was a teenager, 14 to 16, right? Um, been skating my whole life, half of my life since I was a 10-year-old. And, and, and writing music and um, drawing and shit, you know, and, and then studying art. <clears throat> All those skills could be very fucking useful, to uh, a media company, you know, an animation company, an animation studio, as far as like, I could totally work on a show and I can help you out. Not only like drawing cool little concepts and ideas for characters, for everything, um, but help with writing, help with maybe even the music production. Um, you know, so yeah, that's why I've been thinking maybe getting in on one of those eventually. But for now, you know, we got this job offer and I'm, I'm super excited to, you know, grow as a teacher. I think that's, you know, for me to pass down my passion to other people and inspire them to think creatively, to be creative, um, show them the possibilities of what you can do in life if you choose to be creative. Um, I mean, that's fucking dope, right? That's worth it. That's worth it. So I want to keep doing that. 
Um, and, and as far as like, you know, that, now that's my adult job. That's my, you know, seven to three, uh, you know, get paid a salary, <clears throat> have enough money to fucking live, have enough money to save, have enough money to have fun and then go on vacations. I get fucking vacations, <laughs> right? I've been working minimum wage jobs for fucking, uh, better part of, you know, 13 years. And now I finally get paid a salary and I get fucking benefits and I'll get vacation, summer, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all of them, <laughs> all of them. I have money to travel. Unbelievable. So, you know, before it was me just busting my ass for minimum wage jobs and you got to fucking work all the time because it's still not enough money <laughs> for nothing. So even though you're working all the time, you can't even fucking take a goddamn vacation. So I'm excited. I'm planning on finally seeing snow for my birthday in March. <clears throat> Well, I hope everybody has a safe night out there. Tonight is going to be fucking tight, though. Um, definitely excited for this fight. And, uh, yeah. Catch you guys later. Peace. Yeah, yeah. What up, Joe? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Lately, the loneliness been killing me Sipping tea and ripping green and clean recipe Except the things that stress in me Could quickly push me to a felony I put my pain inside of melodies Let me breathe, let me see what I could be Achieve all of my dreams that I have foreseen Flows that can grow as wise as a tree You've never seen no more wiser MC I'm too sick, my saliva's disease Thriving high as long as I breathe Calm as the sea till you fuck with my teeth And I'm like sugar, oh man Knock you out with my name After a full 360 degrees You don't believe it, Carl Ripley to see Usually at peace, but got no problem knocking out your teeth So watch your mouth with how you talking to me <laughs> Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town I'm making sure that you all hear me now Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town, I'm making sure that you all hear me now Do you hear me now? These labels fear me I guess I'm too profound, plus I'm known to move around With a loud ass speaker that'll shake your house In my mixtape, we made the whole club bounce No more asking when I hold us down We gotta stand the fuck up over blood so crown Cause you already know that you're fucking duffo clowns You're fucking duffo clowns See I'm a lyricist, spitting it over my own sound Feeling like a golden child My only regret is I'm never sober now Never know when the clock runs out Cause I'm just waiting for the sun to go down But for now Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town I'm making sure that you all hear me now Roll the windows down We're burning on the loud I'm rolling through your town I'm making sure that you all hear me now